Welcome to Send It Rising today on the show. Mark Zuckerberg's ambitions for a Facebook cryptocurrency are officially over. Feels a bit like the dot-com bubble bursting. We're going to see what crypto is going to evolve into in regards to Facebook. Main story of the day. We're also going to be talking about five tech skills to invest in in 2022. Also, Google's Q4 Earnings are coming out. We're going to take a look at that report to see if that's something you might want to invest in. Traditional B2B sales and marketing are becoming obsolete. According to HBR.org, we're going to be talking about how a lot of B2B salespeople are get, getting fewer at-bats. And the reason, of course, is because everyone's going online to get a sense of what's working um, or who they should hire in a B2B context. 9to5google.com, Google tests adding lens to desktop search. That's going to be interesting to dive into. So why don't we get into the main story of the day, which again, Zuckerberg's ambitions for the Facebook cryptocurrency have evaporated. Very, very similar to what we saw back in the 90s, where anything that had a .com got a ton of investment. Even major players like Facebook are calling it quits. Diem, which was... Facebook's ambitious cryptocurrency venture is officially dead. Uh, according to markets.businessinsider.com, the association behind Diem said Monday it is selling its assets and intellectual property to crypto bank Silvergate Capital. The bank paid $182 million for the project. So it doesn't mean that crypto isn't going to be um, incredibly ubiquitous and that Bitcoin is you know, going to plummet or anything. That kind of nonsense. What it does mean is that all of the million different coins out there, they're short, are they're starting to show just how weak they are. If the Facebook cryptocurrency is unable to fly to get any sort of love, uh, how likely is it that some of these other coins are going to be stable? Diem was supposedly going to be a stable coin alternative according to the article to fiat money backed by a wide mixture of currencies and government debt uh, but it's stalled for a long time because of regulatory pressure so when you have these small coins it's easy for them to pump and dump for people to get excited about them but what this tells me is that facebook when pushed by regulators in a real substantial global way crumbled under the pressure it just didn't make sense um, the article continues, it wasn't just that Diem was seen as a potential threat to the U.S. dollar uh, because Facebook has more than 1.9 billion active users, but there were also privacy protections and fears um, about that sort of thing. So basically, it didn't work. They tried to rebrand. They tried a million different things. And at the end of the day, um, when Visa, MasterCard, PayPal, those sorts of people abandoned uh, the project, it just, it just lost, um, lost momentum. So again, I'm bullish on crypto in the long term. I think Bitcoin is the ubiquitous crypto that everyone understands um, and buys and sells. But it, it definitely feels a lot like gold to me at this point, um, where people are buying it on speculation, not necessarily on what is going to happen in the future. Um, so goodbye, DM. We loved you. Um, but we barely knew you. Businessinsider.com, five tech skills um, to invest in. So let's go down the line here. We've got HTML coding. I don't know. 
Um, HTML, I, I know some HTML. When I am in the back end of a WordPress website, sometimes it is relevant, but most of the time it is not. It, the drag and drop uh, functionality for many websites is the core sort of go-to, even for many web designers. AI and machine learning, this is an interesting one to me. I think it's important to understand AI and machine learning in the context of marketing. I don't know if learning about algorithms specifically is going to help with marketing, according to the article, whether or not you believe AI and machine learning, whatever that means, which uses computer algorithms to improve an experience is the future, I see. Understanding how it can save you time and money as an entrepreneur is useful. Um, they talk about using content copywriting or machine learning uh, with customer service processes. I mean, that's some big money stuff um, as it stands today. There are content copywriting services. I've talked about it on the show before. They are bad. Um, they are not there yet. And so it's simply not something that I'm interested in investing in. Number three, data analytics. Sure, if Google Analytics is not kind of known like the back of your hand uh, as an entrepreneur, it definitely should be. Uh, which landing pages are getting the most traffic? What is your time on site? Um, knowing which blogs are the best performing blogs, why are they the best performing blogs? Add Google Search Console to this and you have a pretty well-rounded understanding. Number four, UX UI design. Sure, I mean, if you're playing at the high level or you're doing e-commerce, UX and UI is a big deal, especially with app development, that sort of thing. And finally, they mentioned NFT creation. This is not something that I personally have gotten into yet. Obviously, um, everyone is very excited about NFTs. They are the big new digital asset that everyone is in love with. Google's Q4 earnings report, according to investopedia.com, Google Parent Alphabet has uh, had an exceptional 2021 fiscal year. Um, let's see, Google, like other big technology companies, the article continues, has benefited from greater online activity during the pandemic. Uh, there are some signs that, that the growth is slowing. To address that, Google is taking several steps to maintain its pace, including a $1 billion partnership with telecommunications giant Bharti Airtel Limited. Uh, this deal could speed up Google's growth in India. Investors are obviously very excited about the growth. Shares of Alphabet have outperformed the broader market over the past year. The stock's outperformance gap with the rest of the market began to widen significantly in late March 2021, according to the article. Um, so it's looking pretty good um, as far as I can tell. Google um, just does, has no competitors. I mean, this is, let's be honest, they, there are no competitors. Bing is not a competitor. Yahoo is not a competitor. You've mentioned, you've heard me say Akazi on the show before, which is the search engine that plants trees, not a competitor. And so they have a monopoly, let's be fair. Um, and uh, I covered something on a TikTok recently, which is they were sued by a gentleman, George Dotteros in Australia um, for $40,000. So there is a little bit of a, a crack in the armor. Uh, where people may begin to fight back against Google saying, hey, look, you are actually responsible for the search results that you put up there. If you put inaccurate information, you may be held liable uh, for that. Um, many people have complained over many years. Um, good examples would be you own a business, someone leaves a false negative review. If you can prove that it's false and Google doesn't take, you, take it down, is Google liable? There's a million and a half ways um, of suing Google. Historically, it has been a fruitless venture, but that may change. We'll see as time progresses. And then perhaps my favorite article of the day, hbr.org, traditional B2B sales and marketing are becoming obsolete. One of the reasons why I love this article is because 
I've felt as though, and the article talks about this, the number of at-bats that my company, senditrising.com, has to close business has reduced. The close rate is really high. Once someone does engage with the brand, they tend to want to move forward with us. I've noticed that. Uh, but the number of proposals going out has diminished. And the reason why the, articles goes, the article goes into great depth is basically that there are a million and a half options and people, instead of being sold by an individual, are more interested in going online, reading the reviews, getting a sense of your brand, checking out your YouTube, going on the website. They're doing the selling for themselves as opposed to um, having someone do it for them. So the article says, uh, B2B buying has dramatically evolved to a far more digitally dominant buying behavior, rendering much of that commercial model not only out of date, but nearly obsolete. Exactly. So having all of these sales folks out and about networking and doing these sorts of things is, is fine. Um, it's, it's helpful, but it's not the same as it used to be. Um, if you have bad Google reviews, I mean, these are things that folks used to be able to hide, um, but uh, you simply can't do it anymore. The article it talks about multi-channel buying. So today's B2B buyers rely heavily on digital information to support progress across their entire buying journey. In a survey of over a thousand B2B buyers engaged in a complex purchase, respondents reported using digital channels, particularly the supplier's own website, with nearly equal frequency as the supplier's sales reps to gather the information necessary to complete a range of buying jobs. Exactly, right? So you had better have a gorgeous website in 2022 and anything you can do to get folks to hear the voice of your business, like a show like the one I'm doing right now, is becoming more and more of a requirement. Um, how good does the show look? How are the camera angles? Is the audio quality good? Um, couple that with what they see on the website, couple that with the reviews they're seeing online. They're, they're, seeing, they're seeing how you respond to negative reviews online. There are a million and a half online resources that B2B buyers have nowadays um, to judge a company. And the final article of the day, Google testing, adding lens to desktop search on the web. I think Google Lens is fascinating. They have this cool technology where you can take a picture of something and it'll tell you what it is in another language. So imagine going to uh, China, say, and taking a picture of, you know, some menu item or food or whatever and getting the translation from the picture itself. The article 9to5google.com begins, Google Lens today is primarily a visual lookup tool for mobile devices, but it's been branching out to Chrome. The next expansion could see Google search on the desktop web. So basically, um, you can drag images into Google Lens to get a sense. Um, you'll get a knowledge panel, which is a bunch of information on the right it hasn't been rolled out yet but um it's very neat it basically goes to show that we are getting much 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 better at identifying i should say we google is getting much better at identifying what an image actually is and incorporating that into search uh broadens the possibilities of what you can find online and how you can understand it let's recap mark zuckerberg's ambitions for uh the facebook crypto is dead goodbye capiche it's definitely not capiche. Kaput, perhaps, is the word I'm looking for. Diem is uh, is dead. So uh, regulation on a global scale is very difficult. Um, it just goes to show that crypto's got a long road ahead of it. Um, this idea that it's going to be an overnight success in terms of how we actually buy and sell things, not there yet. If Facebook failed at it, that's an interesting sign. 
Um, you know, five skills for the next year, HTML coding, sure. AI and machine learning, yeah, understanding it, but maybe not um, building it. I mean, good luck with that. Data analytics, that's obvious. A lot of these are obvious. Uh, Google Alphabet Q4 earnings are looking positive. They had a fantastic year due to the pandemic. Uh, B2B sales are changing completely. Um, you heard me say it before, I'm gonna say it one more time. Having a show, having a ton of digital assets, having a gorgeous website are requirements in 2022, which you already knew that. Google tests adding lens to desktop search because AI uh, from a visual standpoint is getting rather interesting. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the show. Um, join me on TikTok. I'm doing a TikTok every single day. That's uh, forward slash send it rising, S-E-N-D-I-T-R-I-S-I-N-G, send it rising. If you or anyone you know is looking for a website, internet marketing, social media, etc., cetera, um, please let me know. You can reach out to us, info, I-N-F-O, at senditrising.com, or just go to senditrising.com, fill out that contact us form. Thank you so much. We'll see you all next time. Bye for now.